A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman, the army commander of the king of Aram, was highly esteemed and respected by his master, for through him the Lord had brought victory to Aram. But valiant as he was, the man was a leper. Now the Arameans had captured in a raid on the land of Israel a little girl who became the servant of Naaman's wife. If only my master would present himself to the prophet in Samaria, she said to her mistress, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went and told his lord just what the slave girl from the land of Israel had said. Go, said the king of Aram, I will send along a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman set out, taking along ten silver talents, six thousand gold pieces, and ten festal garments. To the king of Israel he brought the letter, which read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, that you may cure him of his leprosy. When he read the letter, the king of Israel tore his garments and exclaimed, Am I a god with power over life and death, that this man should send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? Take note. You can see he is only looking for a quarrel with me. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his garments, he sent word to the king, Why have you torn your garments? Let him come to me and find out that there is a prophet in Israel. Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. The prophet sent him the message, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will heal, and you will be clean. But Naaman went away angry, saying, I thought that he would surely come out and stand there to invoke the Lord his God, and would move his hand over the spot and thus cure the leprosy. Are not the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and the Farpar better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be cleansed? With this, he turned about in anger and left. But his servants came up and reasoned with him, my father, they said, if the prophet had told you to do something extraordinary, would you not have done it? All the more now, since he said to you, wash and be clean, should you do as he said? So Naaman went down 
and plunged into the Jordan seven times at the word of the man of God. His flesh became again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. He returned with his whole retinue to the man of God. On his arrival, he stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. The Word of the Lord. A thirst is my soul for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? As the hind longs for the running waters, so my soul longs for you, O God. A thirst is my soul for God, the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then will I go in to the altar of God, the God of my gladness and joy. Then will I give you thanks upon the harp, O God, my God. I hope in the Lord, I trust in his word. With him there is kindness and plenteous redemption. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the people in the synagogue at Nazareth, Amen. I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zephariah in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were filled with fury. They rose up and drove him out of the town and led him to the brow of a hill 
on which the town had been built to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. So Jesus returns to his own hometown and uh, he doesn't receive a very gracious welcome to say the least. The story, I think, serves to remind us that we can overlook the good things in life because they're so familiar to us. You know, that's what happened in Nazareth. Those people who had known Jesus for a long, long time, they'd seen him grow up, and they knew him so well, so they thought, that they didn't see anything impressive about him, and it's almost inconceivable, but yet, I think, well, I know for myself, I, I mean, I oftentimes do the same thing. Some of the greatest blessings get overlooked because they're so familiar to us. We get so bogged down in the routine of life that we fail to see the good things, things that already we already have. You know, we may not be rich, but we have more than most people in the world, and uh, we, I think, should take some time to take stock and be grateful for the blessings, the good things that are so close at hand. You know, the worst part is that we sometimes do this with people. Um, this was the shame and the blindness of the citizens of Nazareth. Jesus lived among them for almost 30 years, and yet they never really knew him. They did not even know. Uh, he was almost like a total stranger to them. And I don't know, do I ever do that? Do I take for granted people just because they're close at hand, they're convenient, I've seen them for years, I've listened to them without really, well, I've heard them without really listening to them. You know, someone has said the happiest people in the world are those who find happiness at home. Well, I, I know that's, I believe that, that's true. And we would all experience that if we would open our eyes to the good things around us, to the good people that are in our midst. So let us rise. With thirst for God's help and healing, we offer our prayers to the Lord. That Christ may send forth his light and fidelity upon all members of the church. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That God may grant civic leaders insight and compassion in caring for society's most vulnerable populations. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That peace may prevail in areas of the world that experience civil unrest. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That this faith community may encounter Christ's healing presence in our every need. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that those who have died 
in the light of faith, may be judged mercifully and welcomed into the Lord's kingdom, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the repose of the soul of Li Kwok Trang, for whom this Mass is being offered. We pray to the Lord. And now we offer our own intentions in silence. For all of our unspoken prayers, we pray to the Lord. Lord Heavenly Father, please hear and answer the prayers we ask according to your will, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen.